Hey, welcome back, everybody. HSC Podcast 57. Got Big Box Steve on the mic. Of course, the Big Smooth and Fresh West. Got the whole crew tonight. Going to be talking a little bit about March Madness wrap-up, championship game, uh, any other cool things to talk about in that. And then a uh, special treat for you tonight, we're going to get into some of the best sports movies out there. So we're going to give you top five Um uh, with a little interesting twist, only one from each sport. So if you think there's two football movies in your top five, we couldn't add it because we couldn't have two football as an example. So uh, love to hear comments on this. Any thoughts on on our picks? And, and uh, we'll get into that after we talk about this. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave those comments. And uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, thanks for listening and appreciate your support. So let's get into it. Talking about the national championship game. So first and foremost, of course, got to give Derek his props, you know, winning the HSC bracket uh, on the on the coattails of UConn. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you got UConn going to the championship game. Obviously, they won the game. You know, that didn't help you, but just getting there, you know. Yeah. So, we got to give Derek his credit where credit is due. Um, it's interesting, just to talk about that for a second, is, you know, I you know I remember when I was thinking about UConn, you know, I focused too much on that middle, you know, skid that they had when I was thinking about them getting to the finals or the, you know, getting the championship, not thinking about how highly rated they were and how, how they finished the season. And I think that was quite honestly, probably the downfall of a lot of people when they looked at UConn. Well, and you look at it and they're like, Oh, they're a, if you don't know anything and you're like, Oh, they're a, you know, four seed, right. So they can't be that good. So, but it was, there's only been five times in the history of the tournament that a team has gone through the whole tournament tournament uh tourney and won by double digits in each game. Yeah, I think UConn it's, was one of them, right? Right, yes, yes. And a Carolina team. Uh who was the other team? Well, probably UNLV. Yeah. I well, know Carolina so did it and I know UConn did it. This is UConn's second time doing it, and Carolina did it once. Um but they, they definitely dominated all their games. Uh, so, Wes, what did you think of the championship game? Depressing. <laughs> was it was a little anticlimactic? Yeah. My uncle went to San Diego State. My mom went to San Diego State. Oh, and you knew, and you knew, and you knew that he was going to win. I mean, it's just, right. it's just San Diego State can't score points. And so, you know, they they were very fortunate to beat Florida. Florida Atlantic should have won that game. Right, right. It's just, it's just stupid how they lost that game. So I didn't really give them much of a chance. And then, but they did have a chance. It just, you know, just they couldn't hit. They couldn't hit their shots. They would have start hitting their shots. They would have a chance, but. Like you said before, they're just not a scoring team, right? Their team is really defensive-based. You look yeah. at what their top scorer on the year scored 12 a game, and he really didn't have a very good tournament. You know, I mean, he played that one good game against Florida Atlantic, which 
yeah. pretty much helped them win that game. But other than that, he didn't have a very good tournament. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, when you can't, because you saw them, they cut it a little bit, right? You know, near the second half, they got it down to like what eight or seven or something like that. Uh, maybe even six, and then they just couldn't score. Uh, first half, they kept it close for a little bit, but then they couldn't keep up, you know, going into halftime. UConn stretched the lead. So that lack of scoring really, really hurt them um, overall because UConn's defense is pretty solid, you know, as well. So you're, you're going against a, a team that has solid offense and solid defense. You have to play both sides of the ball as well. It was definitely, a, to me, a pretty disappointing um, championship game. Because championship game, you kind of hope for a close game, right? You hope for it to be exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just wasn't that fun fun to watch that game. Cool. However, the, uh, the women's championship game was kind of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> Because we watched it, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> we were like, really? Really? <laughs> what did we what what did we say when they kept missing layups? Like I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's garbage. Yeah. yeah. I mean the whole the whole Caitlin Clark thing is really intriguing now because it's like right. she's like, Oh yeah, it's not a big deal. And we trash talk and all stuff. It's like, why are you trash talking? <laughs> like she was that's was the thing is she was trash talking the whole tournament and LSU before the game when they were doing their interviews, they were like, We don't like how she's trash talking and disrespectful and da-da-da-da. So they went into that game and throttled them. Yeah. Beat them down. Like it was well, I mean I was not that good. It's just Caitlin Clark, you know. It's not like I was a strong team. LSU is a much deeper team than Iowa as far as, you know, good players, you know. So it's not like unless Caitlin Clark went off for 40 again, there's no way they won that game, you know. I mean, that's kind of the same U UConn <laughs> beating everybody, you know. There's not much chance you could beat them. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Iowa had a chance in that game. Uh, you know, I mean, it's also interesting how – they did make a big deal out of all that after the game. It's like, really, who cares? You know, at first they're like, oh, the, oh, back, back the, up, back the media, yeah, the it's just media. Like crazy. yeah, that's what I mean. The players so didn't that much. Even Kaylin Clark was like, whatever, you know, she did what she did. That's fine. It's part of the game. I'm not mad about it. She came to her back, and she's like, people shouldn't be giving her a hard time over that. Who cares? Yeah, it's the get off your porch media that was right. giving a hard time. Like it was like I think Keith Olbermann posted a thing about oh blah blah blah, and I know we don't like to talk about it, but that's where the whole racism came in because it was like Caitlin Clark was doing the same thing all tournament, and everyone was like she's awesome, yeah. and so Reese does it, and it's like oh she's horrible for the sport. Well, then Stephen A. Smith, I don't like, I mean, he brought in that to his conversation too, yeah. you know, and, and that, it's not like that's the first time he's done that either, you know. No. He likes but it to, is, it's, he, it, he likes to pull It could be sometimes. a coincidence or what, but you had Caitlin Clark, who is the darling of the tournament, white girl, <laughs> and then Reese is the villain. Right. Yeah, I don't think the other girl punching the girl in the face helped her out any. 
yeah. <laughs> with that with that sense either. Um, but I, I don't think uh I don't think there was any reason for the media, especially, to take it to the lengths that they took it. That was it's really disappointing to like you had this really good tournament, you know, very competitive. And if Caitlin Clark would have came out and been like, oh, that's disrespectful, da 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 da. Then you should maybe you have a story, but she's not even the one bring it up. She didn't even care. They were slamming her in the post game and she still didn't care. Like they're up there still talking trash after they won. And Caitlin Clark's still like, whatever. Like, I, don't bother me, you know? Like, I, you know, let's just play basketball and, and we'll trash talk the whole time, win or lose, you know? So it, it was a little disappointing for sure. Um, and I saw, I did see a story about, you know, now they're trying to, I don't know if you saw the the guy on the UConn bench that was waving at the end of the game. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing that. Yeah, guy. yeah. And so now then they're trying to bring that up, too. They tried like, to brought the, yeah. Oh, I oh where, where, where's the, the classes on this? It's because it's yeah. this white boy can do it, too. You know, it's, it's like, so... come on, man. Like, Well, that's like so... at the end of the bench. It wasn't in the game. And who right. saw it? So yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So the I think the media blows a lot of the stuff out of proportion. And they do. It's you know, you know what it is. This is exactly what it is. If you watch all these shows every morning, they're struggling for stuff to talk about. The reason why they're struggling stuff to talk about is not the fact there's not a lot of stuff to talk about. The fact is they are handcuffed. They have to be PC about everything. There's so many things they can't talk about and share their opinion on. Because they'll get in trouble. And so they're like, yeah. they're finding like 40 different ways to talk about, well, will the Lakers win the title or, or <laughs> play it? I'm like, I've seen it 40 freaking times. Like, really? Like, how many more times do you talk about the freaking Lakers? It's right. boring. Or well, like, that's because the Lakers are in LA. And so they're going to get no, but it, it's not, it's, 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 but they have their own talk. They have like three topics. No, it's the Aaron same. Rogers, right. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> the Lakers. And it's like over and over because there's so many things they can't talk about because they do. I, I guarantee you, Stevie A. Smith wants to talk about stuff. He can't talk about it. We get in trouble. I mean, there's a, I don't know if you watch the news, but the news is like that too. You know, you watch the news and it's just like the same five stories for like four hours. You know, I was like, what's going on here? That's been that yeah. way for years. That's how they get you. They'll be like, Oh, there's a big storm coming. We're going to talk about it next half an hour later. <laughs> okay. Now we'll talk about it. Never mind. It's not really that big. Yeah. I was, uh, I was watching the news, you know, early morning to, you know, for like three or four hours. And I was like, you guys have literally been talking about these same things for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> This is ridiculous. Well, that's why yeah. ESPN's losing a bunch of their people to uh, Metal Arc Media, you know, podcasts. Right. Because they can, they don't have to be under the corporate umbrella. Yeah, that's where like Levitard yeah. goes and, you know. A bunch of them, like the Golics, they all left. Every every day they talk about who's going to be the MVP of the NBA. And it's like, who freaking cares? <laughs> like, does anybody actually care? Well, Embiid, like, you know, then Embiid, and then you got Giannis, and it's like, Jokic, it's like, every day, it's like, nobody cares. Why do you think the ratings for the NBA Finals 
have dropped 50% in the last 30 years. Because right. they run the league like crap. It's such a shitty league. Like, <laughs> it's the old tire model. The players don't want to do the seven-game series every round. They're just tired. Everyone's tired of it. There's so many things they could do with the NBA. It could be such a great league. But we got to debate on who the MVP Nobody cares who the MVP is. Well, you got to understand, you know, what ESPN is, you know. I mean, well, let's 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 say what it is, right? They're Disney, you know. So there, oh, yeah. there's there's certain uh, stories that they have to play and certain things that they have to do that based on Disney saying, "Look, this is the narrative that we want pushed." So yeah. you know, I it's mean, it, they're they're no different than a CNN or a Fox News. You know, right. Fox yeah. News and CNN work the same way. You know, well. Um, and then Wes, what's the common thing there with the MVP race? Jokic against Embiid. Right. What it's is like, what is like, their driving right. force? Well, and then you got guys like what's his name coming out and trying to, you know, and that's what I bothers me is like you come out with these like facts that really aren't facts that don't mean anything. And then people start getting listening to it or, you know, trying to play off those. It's like He's trying to talk about the unfairness of the voting and and white MVPs versus black MVPs. What's his, what's that guy's name? Uh, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, uh, he goes off on it. So that's, again, to me, that's that whole, you know, corporate Disney thing. You know, that, those are the type of stories that they want, you know, and it it makes it hard to watch because what I just, I just want to hear about the sports, you know. Um, I just want to hear you know, about updates and what's going on. Be able to watch highlights. You remember Old Sports Center? What was favorite part of Old Sports Center, man? It was just like top highlights. ten, right? Yeah. <laughs> going and watching the highlights. You know, well, it's it like, like they don't even have like NFL primetime really anymore, and that was um, like the best part. You know, no, you can get it on ESPN Plus. Yeah, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not the same people. Like what Derek was saying is a lot of them have gone to podcasts because they can do whatever Tom they want. Jackson, they man. Can... <laughs> you can't just have Chris Berman. You got Tom Jackson. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I bet, you know, those pod sports podcasts are getting as much traffic as, it, as ESPN. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, or more. Yeah. And no one's so, ever going to, no one's ever going to talk about the real numbers. Right. You know, there's real numbers they're not going to talk about. Yeah, it's like Lebatard left, and I, I'm he's probably more popular than anyone on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, and uh, ESPN became like a, a a turnover ground for good people for a while there, you know. And now it's like if they lose, they lose one person, they they lose some of their best, you know. Well, yeah, what they lost it was a Pablo Torre just left for Metal Arc. You, I guarantee when Mina Kimes' contract's up, she's gone. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah, you don't want to start losing those kind of figures either because that's bringing. They in don't want. They don't want to lose Mina Kimes, and yeah. what they're going to. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, that's a again. You lose audience there with that, and that's what you don't want to do. Um, different type of audience you normally get through ESPN. Is there a trend here? Is there like some issue with Disney or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Disney? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm going to Disney World in three weeks. I don't want that yeah, nice. going yeah. on here. There we go. Right, right. Derek's gonna be what like blacklisted. Three weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. during the NFL draft, I'll be in Disney. Oh, don't say that. You're going to be in Disney dude. World for the NFL draft? Look, Derek, you're going to get there and then be like, you thought nobody was watching your podcast? Oh, well, Disney is. Yeah. God, dude. <laughs> Going to the Disney jail. Your pass is doubled. <laughs> You're cut out. Me and Steve are gonna go to the, we're gonna go to Kansas City. We're gonna go to the draft. <laughs> this would be a good draft, though. I mean, it would oh, be, yeah, be a fun one to, to see. But although the I don't know how exciting an in-person draft would be, though. It seems like it's a lot of yeah. waiting for a short period of like the announcement and walking up on stage and like okay now you're waiting it takes forever um didn't went to the uh nba draft in 92 because it was in portland i had a baseball game at like seven o'clock we got there it was like four something um i only got to like the eighth pick right three hours to get eight picks yeah it was (laughs) horrendous but it also matters. So the last couple drafts, it would have been cool to go to the Vegas draft because you just you could, or the one in Nashville or, or was it no Memphis? You could just like go to the bar and watch right. the draft, and go to another bar and watch the draft. <laughs> but I think in Kansas City it's indoors. It looks like it's indoors. Uh, that would suck. I don't. Well, then you just go to barbecue to barbecue though, right? Right. No, I, I just want to go to the barbecue anyway. I don't care about going. I'll watch the on TV. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Barbecue. Yeah, if, if I'm in Kansas City, I'm not going to the draft. Yeah, I'm going to barbecue. <laughs> you get some of the best ribs. We'll go to the bar and watch the draft and have right. barbecue. But I don't. Right. Not, I don't care about physically going there. Yeah, although uh, uh, very. Uh, I mean, we talked about the draft a lot, so we won't talk about it too much tonight, but uh, still really looking forward to the draft, right? The closer it gets, the I think the more interesting it gets as far as the moves that people are going to make. Uh, the dynamic of this uh, set of quarterbacks and teams that need quarterbacks, but how does that play against the skill players that aren't quarterbacks, you know? Like, how, how does that affect their position, draft positions? Um I think it's a, it's an interesting dynamic that I haven't seen in a draft in a while. Oh, the, the whole the whole thing with Anthony Richardson right now, it's like they're talking about the Colts moving up to get him and all this stuff. <laughs> did did you hear uh, the stupidest thing I ever heard was his draft stock dropped because he decided to throw the football to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that video it's like it's hilarious. It's like well, really? he because he because he, he did it on purpose, right? Yeah, you purpose. know, as kind of like a a dig. But at the same time, they're like, oh, he should be messing around on his pro day. You know, like really? Yeah, yeah. Like it you, doesn't. You, you know, know, honestly, all that matters for him is his interviews, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, well, all, I don't think anything matters for him. I think everybody knows what you get when you get him, right? You're getting someone that isn't ready to play right away. You got to build them into the position, but you're going to get the most athletically gifted quarterback in the draft. Like it's simple. And I know you said, well, I'm not going to talk too much, but that's why it's like, why are the Colts after him? Right. I mean, no, they're desperate, but it's like, they won't, they can't, they, they, they can't, can't play get him the right away. Quarterbacks. No one can, no one's going to get the top two because no one's going to trade. 
Houston's not going to trade out. Like Carolina's already traded up. I think I think Houston. I think Indianapolis made a mistake by letting the Carolina mm-hmm. make the trade with Chicago. I think the Colts should have vied oh. more for that. They should have said, yeah. you know what? What's your offer? We'll make it better. Yeah, and they should. Well, they shouldn't even had to make it even that because they're the fourth pick. So the Bears would be like going down to four. Right, right. I think the Bears wanted to go to nine. I I don't think they care about four, though. You know, I think they're okay dropping even further. But I think it hurt the Colts more because I think the Colts really needed one or two. Yeah, because because I I but I think. I mean, because I think even the Colts back will take Bryce Young. I mean, absolutely. And I think that of that fits their mentality better than a Stroud. I, I, I think they're them. fine with either. You know, I think they yeah. want Stroud or Young. I think that's what the Colts ultimately need. But yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what they do. You know, maybe they'll make a deal with Houston, and Houston will be like, "Fine, we'll move back for Richardson or Levis." No, Levis. Le, Levis. I mean. It's not like Houston can't play another year with Davis Mills. Right. Well, that's, that's why we, we talked about this earlier on the thing. You know, it would be smart if the Texans took, like, either traded back or took Will Anderson. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, remember, there are quarterbacks coming out next year. Yeah. yeah. And they've got two picks. Shit. So why, you know, if you're, if you, if you're, like, a little uneasy about Bryce Young, and you don't it, it's not it's not that the Texans are such a dysfunctional franchise. Like Bryce Young to the Colts makes total sense. But for the Houston, they'd be like, dude, we're so screwed up. We might as well wait till next year, get build up our defense, trade down, get picks, and then we're gonna probably suck this year anyways. And we're probably Oops. gonna get, you know, yeah, you got two things someone even better. There. That you got Demico Ryan's coming in, right? He's he's a defensive mentality guy, yeah. And so maybe he wants to build a good defense. I saw one Texans uh, sports writer. He was saying they they may take Tyree Wilson or whatever his name, like the uh, Texas Tech kid, um, first pick or second pick, you know, and yeah. for their first pick, you know. And and everybody's like, "Oh, you're crazy. They need this." He's like, "No, they don't. You know, they need defense." You know, and the, and Davis Mills, he's he's adequate. You know, and then next year, then they can go after a, a rookie yeah, quarterback. He's he, he's not. It's not like you get a quarter, but you get Bryce Young. You're going to the Super Bowl this year. No, no. You're, you're not going to the this, this is a this is a complete rebuild project where it's going to take two, right. three, four years. So why not get defense? And then next year, you got. You know, Drake May, you got all the guys coming out next year. Why not just wait? You know? Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what they do. That's why I said it's kind of exciting to see what moves teams make, you know, kind of late here as, as we get closer to that. So uh, let's jump into a uh, second part here of the podcast. So we're talking sports movies. Um, the uh, it, It's kind of top five, you know. I love the top five stuff. You know, uh, but the twist is, you know, you can't pick two movies out of the same sports genre. And so it really makes you, uh, you know, move through different sports genres and and eliminate movies that you may think are a top five movie because it's along with another 
movie in that, you know, and, and that's the problem I ran into. I know about you guys, but as I was starting to think about this, there was a couple of times where I was like, man, you have to eliminate one of these movies. And that's really tough to do uh, given, you know, uh, what else you're looking at. So uh, I, I mean, let's, let's keep it where it's at. We're on the top of the football. I imagine we all have a football movie. I mean, I know I have a football movie. Yeah. Wes, you have a football movie? I have a couple. Well, you can only have one. I have one. <laughs> I know. It, okay. It, it, so, uh, Derek, why don't you lead us off then? And let's just say, uh, what you can, I, what do you guys want to do? You want to do top five, like best or worst, or do you want to How about we do by, we... let's do by sport. You want to try that? Yeah, we'll go with the, the, big, the big sports first, and then if we get to some smaller sports, we can go to those. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, so let's just start with football then. So what's your football movie, Derek? The Longest Yard. Nope. <laughs> no? Oh, man. <laughs> that was going to be my guess. Well, forgetting the greatest college football movie of all time, The Program. Oh, man. Okay. Going with the <laughs> program, you know, um, the down-and-out team supposed to be up first contending for a championship so they james collins the coach comes out recruits heavy and going into the next season trying to win a championship with all sorts of drama happening great movie great cast tons of quotes yeah i love the cast in that movie um what what's uh what what makes it the the best football movie I think one is it was around the time we were in high school, so we were playing football, and so I was always like, you know, that was my thinking as a middle linebacker, you know. Right. And being out there playing football like that and hitting hard. And I also love it because <clears throat> that it was before the – now, you know, where they, like, have to cut – they had to cut a scene out of the movie – because the their scene where they were drunk and they were sitting in the middle of the road and cars were driving over them and right. they had to cut that because some idiot tried that and died <laughs> so they had yes. to like it, it, yeah it 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 was uh that was that was crazy i mean think about what year is that made we're we're like 13 when that was made uh, that had to be oh, early, had to early be 93? 90s. Yeah, yeah, early 90s. Yeah, yeah 93. I, I like the I like the program. I always, always like the program. Um God, it's hard to hard to put as my best football movie, but it's definitely one of those I think if you're a football player, if you played football, if or if you're a football fan, or you really follow football really close, I think that's a really good movie, right? Uh, for the for the average football fan or somebody who's never played, they uh, they might watch that and be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I kind of. To me, though, it's weird as most football films are kind of underwhelming for me. Right, right. They are. They, oh. it, they're actually, they're, they can make such really good 
movies and or even series and it's they're all pretty much not that great well i saw i was looking at some different ratings of football movies and i saw one that rated friday night lights the best football movie oh yeah yeah i thought about no today i thought and i thought that was interesting no i there it's it's up there i mean it's just well done yeah but what we're talking about, like this is what we grew up with about program yeah. varsity blues. Like yeah. varsity blues isn't terrible; it's actually pretty good. I love varsity because blues. Because of John Boyd, man. Yeah, I, the tweeter. Yeah, I just, I, just love the, I mean, that's like there. if we're if we're doing the Academy Award of football movies, <laughs> they got some stars. John Boyd kills it in that movie. Right. It's well, just yeah. because we wish we would have had a coach like him. Oh, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but just the act. I mean, look at John Boy as an actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, legit. he's pretty good in everything he does. I would yeah, say. Uh, uh, so, all right, Wes, what, what's your uh, top fo- football movie? So, Let's hear it. Oh, oh this, this is oh, I I got to go with Rudy. You know, I mean, that was on my list for sure. I mean, even though it's like I want, you know, it's like even the last Boy Scouts. <laughs> I mean, come on. So Remember? what? T- what? Tell tell us what it is that makes Rudy the best football oh, movie, though. Dude, it's just like because my dad watches it like every day. <laughs> and I got to go back there and like turn it off and say, stop watching this movie. And then, and then I, I just do reverse psychology and he'll be watching it. I go, Hey, have you ever seen this movie before? It's called Rudy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, shut up. It's like, oh, it's, I mean, it's Rudy's like me. <laughs> That's what I should have been. I should have went to like. Walked on at Notre Dame. Walked on in Oregon. <laughs> walked on in Notre Dame. Uh, no, I'm not cool enough to walk on Notre Dame. Oregon, yeah. yeah probably. Well, I mean, when you think about Rudy, first of all, it, it's got a good cast, right? You've got some guys in their early career, which I thought was great, like Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, and um, you know, and then of course uh, Sean Austin playing Rudy. They. Uh, it's that underdog story, which everybody loves an underdog story, right? Yeah. I think that's what makes it a popular movie. And it's not like, you know, it, it's it's an underdog going to a Notre Dame, you know, working at a steel mill, there's family stealers and, and you know, and, and then going to that big school. And, and so I think it's, it you know, people drive for that admiration or they have the admiration to have that kind of drive, you know, to work that hard to really go after something that you want. And uh, so Rudy was definitely in my top as well. Um, it was one of the last football movies I eliminated as I was crossing off my list. Um, so good one. Good one, too. I think that's more of a an anybody can watch film, too, you know. So, you know, just as I was down, you know, bad mouthing Disney, um, I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna come back with Remember the Titans. Uh Remember the Titans for me, 
it's when you think about it i mean there there's so much happening in that movie but as a football player and a football fan it's great to feel like man it, that's the real brotherhood of football they're they're not looking at skin color they're not looking at all the other stuff that's going on they're able to to block that stuff out in the midst of a of a uh, of this racial thing that's happening in their city but are all around the united states and coming out of you know all of that stuff in the late 60s to the, to the 70s and it's based on a true story obviously there's you know embellishments but also you know the uh the story around the story is good too you know you've got a lot of twists in it you've got obviously the injuries and the they get they win the championship so all these things happening in that movie that really just makes it one of those feel good but at the same time like you don't feel good and things are happening and so uh that's for me that gets me in a lot of different areas i think it's not just about football, but it ultimately it is if you want it to be. And no, it's like there, there's so many like it's like if we're this is if this is the Academy Awards, there's so many like nominees, like even necessary roughness. Like I mean, there's <laughs> so many there's so many of those movies in any given Sunday. I mean, Lawrence Taylor was in the movie. Dude. Yeah. I mean no, they even got football was tough. in the freaking movie playing him basically playing himself. <laughs> Like there's yeah. so many necessary of- roughness had like Ed Two Tall Jones and stuff and Brian Ball <laughs> <Walton> in it. <laughs> yeah, the football was a tough one. Um, you know, I mean, obviously we we kind of landed on movies that suit us. You know, like Derek, you're talking about how the program and the hitting and the middle linebacker stuff. And Wes is talking about the <laughs> underdog stuff, and uh, I mean that that kind of hits home. Well, the thing is with football movies. Like they they always have to show it like these cr- incredible hits and da 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 and like, and that's why I like about the program a lot of it is actually just normal tackling. Yeah, you know, yeah like I mean, any given Sunday they like, it's like, oh yeah, like incredible plays. Was it Omar Epps? <laughs> Remember Omar Epps? I was like, oh dude, it's a uh, dear. What was the guys from Florida State? It was like the same dude. It's like oh yeah, it's this. It, it, it was good action in the movie. And like Varsity Blues was impressive too. I was like, this is actually pretty good. You know? Well, and then yeah. funny is we all picked college football movies. Right. I, re- I really wanted to pick Jerry Maguire, but I had to slap myself. I couldn't do that. I mean, not really, that's not really a football. It is. I mean, it was on, it it was on the short really. list. It wasn't on my short list, but it was at least on the list. I well, it's you basically know. the only one that was nominated for best picture. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just I, it came off the list early just because you know it's it's more there's a lot more going yeah. on in that movie than you just completely football. ruined it for me. <laughs> it would have cut that part of it. Out of cool. Well, I mean, maybe if you're if you're uh, rating rom coms, it could be up there. Yeah. Uh, so football was tough. Uh, I like those picks, though. So we got the program. We got Rudy. We got uh, remember the Titans. Uh, let's let's go to baseball. I mean, anybody got a baseball movie? Baseball, I got a baseball is movie. baseball is actually the toughest mm-hmm. 
out of so, all so many baseball movies i think my list was mostly i think half my list was baseball movies yeah baseball they do so well that was, I was thinking like football has some basketball very little um, but baseball, yeah, I could do a top 10 just in baseball movies. As right, well. and still have movies left over. So, uh, Wes, do you have a baseball on your list? You know, it's I, – I've never really watched that many baseball movies. I mean, The Natural, of course. But personally, my favorite is Moneyball. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just the fact that I identify with it so much because you know it's like I it's like I'm from that area. I'm from I'm from Oakland, and it is the total and that, it's another underdog story. Yeah. It's just it's just I just like it because it's simple. I mean, Fuel Dreams great, but I just I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't have a, a baseball on your top five. Not really. Yeah. I, I've I've only I don't really watch baseball. I mean, I had a us. I had a baseball. I did have a baseball in my top five. Um which this was this might surprise you guys because there was a there's a lot of movies that I eliminated that are really good movies, but you know, I my favorite baseball movie, or not my favorite. When I, well, I love it, but I also think it's one of the the better baseball movies. Is is a league of their own. And the reason you know I really love that movie is because it it's really shows, even though it's women playing, like it kind of shows like the the tougher side of baseball, like what they go through as far as you know traveling around and and how hard the sport is and. And then uh, I love Tom Hanks in that movie because he's like, he plays that character that doesn't really believe in him at all, you know, but you see him come around throughout the movie. Uh, it does a good job there. And then they have some good storylines with the sisters and things like that. But uh, also I think it's, you know, it shows because based, you know, in that world, world war two time when, it gives a thing like what women did for the country at that time. They're using, they use baseball as like they're holding the country together, but really it's about, you know, the women that were in the factories and doing all the stuff while the men were out at fighting the war. Like they, they kept the country running, you know, they kept baseball running, you know, which at that time was America's sport, you know, and some people obviously still think of it that, but for sure, there's no argument that baseball was the, you know, it, and uh, so I think it's kind of like they kept the baseball running. They kept the country running. And uh, I think that's a great storyline with a good movie. I'm just shocked that Wes hasn't seen that many baseball movies. <laughs> there's a million. that like there's so many. Compared to like football and basketball, like baseball has so many. Yeah. And but for me, and this kind of like the program, but because there is better baseball movies. But to me, the quintessential baseball movie I watch every year before the start of spring training, it's Major League. Right. <laughs> Major League is, I mean, Corbin Burnson, Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, uh, Dennis Haysbert as Serrano. 
so many characters in that it's the true underdog story it's about a bunch of guys that the the owner tries to get them to lose they she wants to lose and they go off and they win they don't win a world they don't win a championship but they win enough and that's the other story it's not like a super like oh my gosh we're gonna win them yeah they do win the world series it's about just winning a pennant you know yeah and then my honorable mentioned is uh bull durham yeah i love bull durham um such a classic both so uh, major league was was you know one of the last few on my list as well and and not because it's like bull durham and the natural like these are classic you know baseball movies major league was so good because it was a little different than those you know it was it was the it was a fun part of baseball but at the same time like these guys going through it, you know, and what you're saying is is playing that underdog and wanting to lose, but the cast is just so good in that movie. And uh and you can't tell me every time at the end of the movie when the stadium's finally full and Charlie Sheen comes out and the whole crowd's doing wild thing. You can't sing in it. You can't tell me that like your heart doesn't start beating. Like you've seen this movie a thousand times and every time I see it, they start doing that. And like here, you feel that energy in, in your, in your body. Like every time I see that movie, I'm like, it's crazy. Well, um, when I was playing baseball in high school, I was third baseman and one of our pitchers, uh, Craig Sopke, every single inning, I would have to go up to him and be like Corbin Burnson and go, <laughs> I only got one thing to say to you. Break this, you know, out. And then I'd you know, slam the ball into his glove. Every single one. And he had, I had to do that for him. Like, nice. It was like his ritual. There was one inning where I wasn't going to do it. And he's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's classic. And then, so- I had to do some research because I thought for you, Steve, and then you'll think I'm crazy. I'd never seen this, but I'd never seen the Sandlot. Yeah. Sandlot was, it was right there. So Sandlot was top three for me. It's it's because of, it's obviously based about baseball, but it's also about kids growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. and playing in the Sandlot, you know, and, and it's just a, it's a feel good movie, but at the same time, it's, it's fun to watch. It, it's just got it's got some great parts. It's got comedy, you know. It's got drama. It's got all the things. And obviously, it's it's a a kids based movie. But I don't know any grown ups who's ever seen The Sandlot that don't love it. Um. So, the the one that I I would honor mention, and a lot of people haven't seen this, is The Pride of the Yankees. Um, one of my favorites. But you know, you got to be into older movies. You got to understand it's a different time. Here's you know, that. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like it gets you going at the same time, but also then it's just like just gives you this crash of man, how sad is this? But also, you know, it's based on true story. You know that they keep it really very accurate. You know, back then because you're talking about what, 1940s, and. uh it's hard to watch at some points because you're just like, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've never seen Pride of the Yankees, you know, uh, it's something you got to watch. Um, especially if you like old movies, you'll love that movie. 
All right. So that's our baseball. Uh, I guess we'll go to basketball. You got basketball in your top five. I have a basketball in my top five. Derek, you got a basketball in your top five? Yeah. Wes, you don't have a basketball in your top five either? I mean, so, I, it's got, a, I got I, no, I, <laughs> no it's baseball, no I basketball. Know, in your top like, five. It's like, dude, there's so much potential to make great basketball movies. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, for me, there's only two basketball movies, pretty much. Okay. Well, well, let's hear yours that you have in your top five. And then, yeah. And I'll get, and then if the one I pick isn't the one you pick, Steve, then you're probably going to pick the other one. <laughs> I think you'll be surprised at the one I pick. Oh, well, mine is White Men Can't Jump. Oh, no. I was going to pick that. <laughs> yeah. Because well, there's I only mean... a few basketball movies yeah obviously that's in your top of your basketball movies and and that was you know i had three left on my list and that was the first of the three out yeah so tell tell us you know what what makes white man can't jump the best basketball movie? well it's just a great you know story of two guys that shouldn't get along and shouldn't play well together and are totally opposite and then they work well together and the, just the banter and everything yeah, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes together. See, Wesley Snipes, he knows how to do sports movies. Yeah. They they really do uh, act well together in that movie. They play off of each other really well. The The acting is is top-notch, I think, between the two of them. Um, the the storyline, there there's some leaves a little bit, you know, that can could get a little better but they do they do a good job with the basketball part of the storyline i think i love that part of it uh i'm i mean i love the movie it's a great movie but i'm not always in love with the non-basketball stuff the rosie perez yeah the rosie perez stuff you know and yeah because i mean but you know it does there is some truth into that like because you're always like woody stop making a stupid mistake you know and there's this there's there's mm-hmm. truth to us just always making the same mistakes over and over again yeah too but you know um but overall obviously you know love the movie uh what so wes you you think it's also the best basketball movie i mean it's the no it's the one i like i mean the best i mean the only the only one that really comes to mind is hoosiers yeah, well, just... I'm sure that was Der- the one Derek was thinking of. So Hoosiers yeah. was was the second to last off my list. So I had the top three. I had White Men Can't Jump, Hoosiers, and then the movie, I'm going to say. Um, but obviously, White Men Can't Jump was in our era. Like, does that have to do with it as well, Wes, when you think about that movie? Is it because we were playing a lot of basketball when that movie was out? All we did. All we did was play basketball. <laughs> I, you know, it's ridiculous how much basketball we I, it's like why oh, are you playing too much basketball? Hours, even, hours. Of you get a white man can't jump. Like <laughs> I can't jump. I can't dunk. Why am I playing so much basketball? <laughs> it's because of that movie. <laughs> it probably is. Playing at midnight, you know, and <laughs> playing ghetto. It's like you know. I mean, just even after high school, you know, I'd still go to the gym and play at Twenty Four Hour Fitness for hours, hours. You know, just playing basketball all day. No, but that, that yeah, that there is something to be said about when that movie came out. I think also affects our opinion there. 
so my favorite basketball movie is a Spike Lee joint, and that's uh, He Got Game. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I, I've probably seen it a hundred times. Uh, Spike Lee does such a good job of you know representing you know what it is like for some of those young talented players you know and and the way that they're treated or the mistreated in some senses and how they're used um by whether it be colleges or people in their life or their coaching or you know just kind of taking advantage of these kids who are really talented moving through the system um but it also has Denzel in it you know and you say Wesley Snipes knows a lot about sports movies but you know Denzel's He's always yeah. good, you know, and he plays like that, that father figure who, you know, went to jail and then it shows the corruption inside the system of, you know, getting him out to try to get his son to go to a certain school. And, you know, and that's the kind of shit, kind of stuff that happens in our world. Right. I mean, and that's the kind of, you know, you think about corruption at different levels and, and you could see them doing that, you know, um, but you also get a good look at like, you know, how hard he worked to make his son a great basketball player and it pushed his son away from him, making him work so hard. And uh, and it's just, there's just so much reality in those things. And I, I and thought, Spike I just thought, does a great job. I thought about that, but the thing was, is I only saw it once. But I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's like, it crossed my mind. I was like, it, that that dynamic was when he pushed his son's, it, it really yeah. is a great movie. It's there's so many it, it, when you're when you have that many storylines going in in a movie, and it's not like storylines where you got to know what's happening. It's it's just showing the different things happening and how well he portrays it in his his screenplay. It, it's amazing. Um, and, and yeah, if you have if people out there listening, if you haven't seen it in a while, or if you guys haven't seen it in a while, it's such a great movie. Uh, and then it's got Ray Allen, right? Ray Allen plays the the yeah, lead character. Right. So it's he's not an actor; he's just a basketball player, and he's just getting started. But then they got you know Travis Best and and all these other basketball players from that time uh, in the movie playing on his team, playing against him. And you know, obviously they're not large parts, you know. But you know, and then John Turturro plays this coach, you know. I mean, it's just awesome, you know. So such a such a great movie. So that that's my. Obviously, Hoosiers, it was up there. It's it's real hard because Hoosiers is just uh, is a great movie. And then, you know, White Men Can't Jump was up there for sure. But, you know, that's ultimately why I landed on He Got Game. Not Space Jam 2. <laughs> Space Jam 1, maybe. <laughs> Not Space Jam 2. Space Jam uh, 2. Oh, man. Uh, I like Space Jam, to be honest with you, but it's not like a movie that I'm going to be like, man, you got to see Space Jam. Blue Chips, man? Shaq. <laughs> I, I do love Blue Chips. I, I, I love, love that Blue movie Chips. just because watching him dunk. Like, yeah. just dunk. Like, the movie's just about him dunking. Well, you know? so... And Nick Nolte trying to be Bob Knight. Right. That's the best part of the movie. But it also... So, Blue Chips also is about, like... It has a it's a larger storyline of what happens with the athletes and the different recruiting tactics and those things where, you know, that's why I was saying he got game has that in there, but also other, you know, storylines to hit it too. But blue chips, that hits that storyline hard. 
Yeah. yeah. Like Penny Hardaway, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing out the random white guy that doesn't make it to the NBA, movie. right? Right, right. <laughs> the random white guy, like the Larry Bird of the, of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or he's supposed to be the Larry Bird, but. Uh, but yeah, that's that's I, I do like blue chips. Uh, again, probably just not one of those ones I'm like in my top. You know, it's hard to put that up there with some of those. All right, well, West Pittsburgh, West. Since you haven't, you don't have a basketball or a baseball. Like, what is your next top five movie? Oh, I got to go to golf. Okay, mine's, well. mine's ten top. Oh, okay, man. I, so Tin Cup, Cup didn't make the top five cut, but it was it was up there as my golf movie. Yeah. So, tell tell us, yeah. tell us why it's freaking Tin Cup, dude. It's it's the movie that changed Kevin Costner's career. It really <laughs> more, is more, more so than Robin Hood or Waterworld. No, or, no. Or, or yeah. Dances with Wolves. The long He's way. like, no, Tin Cup. It's 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 it's, it's him not being so serious. Right. That's what yeah. Right, right. Your dreams. Yeah. Yeah, no, but he was you you're right. It's a different yeah. role for him. For sure. it, it, it was like he no, played because, it well. Yeah. It's just it's just a simple movie about a dude that's just like the club pro going up against Don Johnson and <laughs> and you know, for you know it it's it's just it's just a fun movie. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it's the way golf and also golf even back in the nineties, it wasn't really popular. Right. It wasn't it was stuffy, everyone's like and he it just he just made it fun. Yeah, because it's, it's you know, not so course, serious. Of course, it, it was between that and Caddyshack. I mean, I want to yeah. put the both <laughs> the pop you know. Yeah, so I had Caddyshack up there, so when I looked at golf movies, um, the thing about Tin Cup is he takes away that seriousness of golf, that, you know, the illusion, especially back then, of how serious golf was, you know. You know, it wasn't like a fun sport. And, you know, Tin Cup is a fun movie when it comes to that. But also it gives that same thing like we talked about before, like we all make the same mistakes. Like when he's hitting the ball and he can't get over the water, it keeps coming back, going to the water. But instead of take a drop, he like keeps hitting it. Like that's me out on the course. I'm like, no, I can make this shot. Like I'm going to keep hitting till I make the shot. Even if I take a 12, you know, and, uh, and that's such so relatable in that sense. But also it has the, the love story of, you know, the, he, the, the, who's going to get the girl between him and the, and the rich pro, you know, and so you have that part of it. And then of course you've got, uh, 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 Cheech, you know, Cheech, Cheech Marin, dude, and you gotta love him. I mean, you gotta Daddy. love him. So there was a lot of that, that, that movie that ultimately I, I picked it over Caddyshack. It didn't make my top five, but I did pick that as my number one golf movie. So I, I love that movie. Did you have a golf movie there? No, but I would have said Happy Gilmore. Oh. Yeah. Because if you want to talk. Well, is that hockey or is stuffy, it golf? <laughs> 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 and all the, all the quotes in that movie. Oh, right, right. It's. 
I mean, it's Happy Gilmore is just great, right? But I mean, it's hardcore comedy. You know, it's nothing serious about it. You got Chubb. <laughs> yeah, Chubb. I mean, yeah. and he's like, I, I don't care. the The funniest part in that movie is when he's like. He's like, oh, they wouldn't let me play out in the tour. And he's like, oh, I don't know, because you're black? And he's like, no, damn alligator, bit my hand off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so It is. So it's so random. Funny. You're not expecting oh, it. Oh, my God. But I got his just, eye, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that man's eye. That's but it's true. just so funny because it, it's, it is. It's random. It's funny. It's a great movie. Uh, Adam Sandler, obviously, is good at that role. And, um, you know, there's so many parts, right? There, you could, you could pull out a parts of Happy Gilmore for hours, just yeah. talking about this scene and that scene and this scene, you know. Um, but it, you gotta admit, though, you, you can't just be like, "Hey, this is the greatest golf movie ever." No. <laughs> and somebody goes and watches that, they're gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" But even I've never even seen Bagger Man. Yeah, I mean, which which is like, a good one there's, too. There's some there's some movies like I I just haven't seen, and I right. want to watch them, but it's like I, I start watching them like <laughs> I don't know if I need this right now. I don't you know it's too <laughs> emotional for me. Give me some Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, Happy Gilmore. Best Shack. golf best golf movie Caddyshack. Worst golf movie Caddyshack Two. Caddyshack Two. <laughs> That's right, Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> What movie is that from? I forget. Uh, no, that was like a, a, actually in like a Sports Center commercial way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was in something. I remember. Jeremy I remember Chase that. looked at the script. He's like, eh, "I'll just no." I'm good. But Caddyshack is great, right? I mean, you, you gotta love Caddyshack. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dead Solid Perfect with Randy Quaid. Uh, really good golf movie. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't seen that, Derek. You're you're a big Randy Quaid fan. Uh, that's a good one though too. Uh, so Randy Quaid does a more serious kind of part there, but you know, good movie. So uh, let's see. So I think Wes. So you're the only Wes had the only one that had a golf on there. Uh, what about? Well, oh. I mean, okay. So let's talk boxing. Yeah. Who has a boxing movie on theirs? <laughs> I have a boxing I, I have a got Derek, boxing let's, movie. Let's have Derek start. I want to do so, Derek. Yeah, Derek. We, do we all have a boxing movie? Is that yeah? I can't yeah. well my problem is is picking which one. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the original first Rocky movie. Because that's the origin. He doesn't win, but he it's the true story. It's like not the true story, but it's showing an underdog, and he stands toe to toe with the champ. Yeah. Man. Well, it, it's so funny because every like people, I don't think people actually ever watch the movie because everybody's like, "Oh, there's no way that he's gonna beat Apollo Creed." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right," because he doesn't. <laughs> Did you see the movie? <laughs> it's, so many times Wait, what? It's, it's so fake it's so fake you know rocky can't yeah, just come I mean, out and win like that and you're like well that's why he doesn't win you know yeah. uh it, but it, it is it's such a great story right for the when you like talking underdogs i do love how they end it i do love though the build up you know 
it's about I think it's about taking a chance, right? It's about or or taking an opportunity, like when you're given the opportunity, taking advantage. And how many times do we go through life missing those opportunities? You know, and that's that's what makes it such a good movie. Is that you know, it's just a guy who got his opportunity and and took it. Um yeah, gotta gotta love Rocky. So I mean, it's mine. It's in my top five. That's I picked the same thing. I picked Rocky. Obviously a tough choice. There's a lot of good boxing movies, but you know, same reasons you said and the things I just laid out, you know. I go I got Rocky there. What what do you got, Wes? You got a boxing? You, what's your boxing? Is is it a, is it is it all three? Rocky Four, man. Oh. <laughs> it's gotta be Rocky Four. Oh, okay. All right. Dude, I mean it's gotta be Rocky Four. Hey. Man. When I like when I, I don't want to do Okay, so anything. tell us why Rocky Four is better than Rocky. The soundtrack. <laughs> There's the freaking soundtrack. Dude. It's like I don't want to get up in the morning. I don't want to go to the gym. It's like, oh shoot, just turn on Rocky Four. I think yeah. right, I'm good to go. Let's go. You live in, in gotta America. Do... <laughs> you gotta well, do two things. Brown. Even I mean Apollo any it's so hard to watch because you know, God, the, the, the Russians going to kill Apollo, dude. Right, and it's you like, know, it was like happy, and then everything. It's like so, um, pro American. Like, everything about it is just like, and I was like, Apollo's going to die. It's like, and then you're like, throw the towel, Rocky, throw it, throw it. <laughs> I mean, even the suspense. And he's like, yeah, but do you remember the first time you saw it though? Before you knew Apollo was going to die, dude, oh, I was so dude. disappointed. Oh yeah, because yeah. he like, was the best part. It tra- it was so, traumatizing. It was Rocky like Four. Rocky Four was the first Rocky movie I ever saw. Yeah, my, me you too. Know, which, which might be why you like why we like it so much is because because it would just had come out or we had it on VHS. That's all I know. And so it's the only Rocky movie we had, and it was the first Rocky movie I saw. And so I didn't know how big Apollo Creed was, you know, for for the first movies. But when he died, I was just like, "What has happened? <laughs> like this guy just died." If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "What? Like this is crap, dude." I mean, I could I could get on I can get on the Rocky Four train for sure because it's it is a good movie. Uh, lo- you know, you love Rocky when he goes Green. back to Russia. He's training oh, in Russia, training? you know. Yeah, yeah, running in the snow. Old school and, training. Yeah, and then the Russians in the gym with all the electronics and all yeah. the stuff. And, and you're like, no, man, Rocky. So I, I could definitely get on that. And I, then Rocky's I mean, speech at the end. Right, right. Yeah. If I could change, you change. <laughs> we all could change. Yeah. Right. He's like, I hope a bunch of Russians see this movie. <laughs> Uh, I do. do I do. Again. We need to set it out there. Perfect for the times now. Yeah, I, I do love Rocky Four. Um, hard for me to put above Rocky One now, but I have an honorable mention that's a guilty pleasure oh, one. So many good boxing movies. It's uh, Digstown. Yeah, love Digstown. Love it. If I uh, if it's on TV, I watch that one. Yeah, I love that movie. That's I that's mean, one of my I, favorites. I like. I've seen fight. that on on TV. You know how many times I've seen Dickstown on TV? Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it used to be on all the time when we were yeah. growing up. 
I um, like the fighter. Fighter. I, I watch it a lot. It's always on. It's like it's, it's so bad, but it's so good. You know, uh, people love it. It's a it gets great reviews and ratings. Like people love the fighter. Yeah, it was uh, up for best picture. I mean, it's yeah. Good. I mean, obviously, you know, Raging Bull. If you're a, if you're a movie oh. fan, you oh, know, you love so Raging hard. Bull. That movie's yeah. so hard to watch. So, like, don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't. It, it's it's so hard to watch. I mean, it's really good, but uh, there's a you know, there's a couple other ones like uh, what's that one with Denzel plays in uh, Hurricane. 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 Hurricane's a good one. Uh, you already said The Fighter. That's a good one. Uh, Dickstown. The Great White Hype. <laughs> God, it's so funny. <laughs> the overhand right. <laughs> no, we're missing it. The new George Foreman movie is going to be the best one. Oh, yeah. You see that? Oh, Creed. George Foreman's coming out. Creed was out, you know. Creed's got oh, Creed. what, uh, coming up on three, three. Uh, Creed, yeah. Creed one, I thought was good. I don't know about Creed. Creed two was okay. Creed was alright. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, there's some really good, like documentary style. The uh, I don't remember it's called, but the the one with uh, about Ali and Foreman. Uh, that's a great documentary style movie. So there's I, lots I of good like, boxing I, stuff. I, I like Ali. I just thought it could be that. It could have been that. Oh, uh, Will Smith, Ali. Yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. It was just too long, too. It, it was long. It, it was a little slow in, yeah, in the sense that, and I don't know. I, I generally like Will Smith in most movies. I didn't think he did the greatest job in that one, uh, but I've, I've never really had anything bad to say about Will, Will, Will Smith's movies, even there. And I don't think he was terrible. I just. I don't think it was his best performance either. Um, so yeah, boxing was a tough one. A lot of good boxing. Uh, so let's see. Well, I got one left. Wes, you you probably got two left, right? Derek, you got one left. Yeah. So Wes, why don't you give us another one of yours? Well, we're running out of sports. Um, so you think all. that, but then all of a sudden, a bunch of movies pop in your head. Oh, there's tons. Yeah, tons. I know. I there's know. hockey. There's I don't want to say ice skating. There's <laughs> horse racing. Yeah, uh, rugby. There's diving. Yeah. Apparently, there's horse diving. You guys, you guys ever, ever see that movie? Oh, yeah, the yeah horse racing and no, there's this movie about horse diving where this yeah this girls di- high diving with horses. Cool call. Right, I was like, I was like, I, I guess it was like set back in the early 1900s. Mm. There's like kind of a circus show. Where the the horse ran up to a high dive and she jumped on the horse and they jumped into a big pool of water from like forty feet up. I'm like, what is really? And like they used to do it. Like this is nuts. Uh, come on, come on, Wes, you gotta give us, you gotta give us one. I mean, I. 
I mean, dodgeball is not. I, I mean, dodgeball <laughs> is all I can go with. It's on Ocho. It's on. The I ESPN mean, Ocho. I mean, I mean, dodgeball is like one of my favorite movies. This is my top five. Yeah. Yes. You do. You, you gotta love dodgeball. I could. I mean, that's just, it's qualifies, right? Anything on ESPN. I mean, poker. It's on, e, it's on ESPN Ocho, but I mean, you, you call rounders a, a sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, poker, yeah. But you know, if you could, if you could dodge a wrench, you can dodge a dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I do love. Uh, I always. I always enjoy a good Vince Vaughn movie. And you know, dodgeball is good. I mean, it's it's still one of those like it's it qualifies the same way Happy Gilmore does for me. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna pull on your heartstrings. It's not gonna give you a lot of plot. But, but on that, <laughs> and then and then the other one, all right, it, it's a, it's a sport. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. That's. I don't know what it is. It, uh, it's, it's stock car racing. Of course, it's a sport. Um, it's, it, it, it's 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 just it's just. I love that movie. Yeah. So I don't know so if I the, like it. I I think it's because of Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall just makes the movie. And he didn't well, do the Godfather Part Three because of that movie. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Wes. So this is number five on my list. Not in that particular order, but it's the fifth one for me. Is Days of Thunder. Because you can't get a better movie than Days of Thunder. You've got it all, right? You've got your love story. You've got your underdog. You've got your injury. Back to then you got the villain who became the friend to beat the other villain, you know? And uh, and so Days of Thunder, it's just, it's well done. It's got a great storyline. It's got really good acting, you know, um, Nicole Kidman and, and Tom Cruise doing <laughs> that, you know, but uh, Robert Duvall kills it. But you got all the, you know, even the the, the guy who plays Big John, the the uh, NASCAR commissioner, you know, and then uh, the guy that plays Rowdy, like these guys, everybody does such a good job in that movie. And then it's, it's exciting too, right? It's it's exciting to watch. The races are fun to watch. You know, they don't dig into the racing too much, but they give you enough to be to be excited about watching the the stock car races. Um, and it's just made back in a time where they really put a lot of thought into movies, into the cinematography, into the storyline, and into all that how it plays together. And so, uh, Days of Thunder is a must watch. Like if you haven't seen Days of Thunder, if you haven't seen it in a while. It's just okay. such a great movie. Okay, and then and then I'm gonna round out my top five right now. Point Break. The first. <laughs> I mean, technically it's a surfing, surfing movie. movie. Yeah. It's a yeah. sport. Yeah, it is. It and is. they play beach football. <laughs> and they play football. It's Johnny Utah, dude. Quarterback uh, from Ohio State. And bank robbing's a sport too, right? <laughs> well, just don't mention the remake. Right. No, no, I said no, 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 no. I, said, I know, no, I know. No, the the remake isn't terrible, but yeah, I compared mean, to the first one, no, absolutely. surfing obviously a sport. I think Point Break definitely uh, applies as a as a uh, as a sports movie. I would have been on my list if I would have thought of it 
you know. But uh, it was maybe, so- I don't I don't know if I would have made it top ah, that's tough. It could be top five. That movie should have been nominated. Not win the Academy <laughs> Award. Like Die Hard should have been nominated. That right. movie should have been recognized. That movie is legit. Patrick Swayze? Kills I him. mean, tell me a better bad guy. It's <laughs> bad, but you don't want to hate him because he's right. No, he he's plays the right. good he plays the good he, bad guy. Yeah. You know, it's a bad one. guy everybody loves to love. Uh, let's, so, Derek, what do you got for your fifth? Well, so about an hour, hour and a half ago, it was Days of Thunder. <laughs> and then I started thinking about other sports. And then it was like, I got two other ones ahead of Days of Thunder now. But the it's the epiphany. It's made, it had three sequels. It has a hit TV show now. You got to go The Karate Kid. Right. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, Karate it's the Kid. Best was, around. I was like seventh. So that was oh. like the second to last one I took off. Um, so you tell tell us why why another sports underdog that. story. You've got kid who has moves into town, he's kind of a loner, doesn't have many friends, befriends a girl whose hot headed ex-boyfriend is not happy about him, bullies him around, so then he finds some mysterious guy that lives in his apartments to train him to go to a karate tournament. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. and you got the love story, you got the classic, yep. you know, Never it's that it. the same thing when you're talking about with Tin Cup, it's like the, the girl has to choose between the, the boy, the guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that always makes it, that makes a, a, a second plot. Uh, storyline you know into every movie whenever you have that type of storyline right it's not just always like guy gets girl because i don't know when i watch movies and there's only like it's just a guy and a girl you're like obviously you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's always better when you have you know the competition even though now, you still know it's gonna happen but it's, it's better. like 30 years later now the the show is like one of the top shows right I don't know, but I mean, if you ever watch How I Met Your Mother, Barney would tell you differently that Ralph Macchio was the, the antagonist. Well, that's you know, in the first they he started get all that the Cobra Kai. They kind of yeah, go into that. <laughs> he he started all the fights. Yeah. Now, my honorable mention because we didn't go through it because we didn't talk hockey at all, right? There's one Disney one that's really good. But for me, the quintessential hockey movie is Slapshot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen Miracle. It's more of a documentary style movie. I, I, Miracle's good. I like Miracle. Yeah. Kurt Russell's great, but yeah. Slapshot is the the movie for hockey. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to beat Slapshot. Uh, you know, Mighty Ducks. You, you, you like those type of movies, but when you're talking about a real actual um hockey movie, you know, Slapshot is definitely up there. Uh it would be my number one hockey movie easily. Happy Gilmore could count no. <laughs> Happy it could be both. Um there wasn't uh so yeah, I had Karate Kid up there, you know, as a kind of a different but there's no other karate movies, you know, to compare it against. It's not like you're like, I gotta I gotta Blood slim sports. down these 
So I did. I did have think about Bloodsport. Uh, one of the lists I look at had Bloodsport rated as the number one sports movie, which is interesting. So I mean, you had like Friday Night Lights. You had like Bloodsport. Uh, there was another. The other one was uh, they had uh, Bad News Bears as the best. Yeah, a baseball movie. Well, if we're talking the seven Walter Matthau ones, then ma- that's a yeah. great no, the original, yeah, the, the original. Um, because that's like 1976, you know, yeah, that's a great, uh, great, but the best baseball movie, like you're gonna put the bad news bears ahead of like every other baseball movie, the natural. Well, I mean, a lot of people like the natural. Yeah. Well, we didn't even talk about, I mean, you've seen 42, that was a great movie, yeah, that's a great movie. Or even Love that movie. Uh, this one was an H, just an HBO movie. Sixty one, yeah, like sixty one race mm-hmm. for um home run race. That was a great movie. There's so many. There's so many of I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, there's. I, I I found quite a few as I was looking through some stuff that I haven't seen, which is interesting. Uh, so I got a nice little list of things to, and then a couple that you know you've seen it once. Uh, like when I was looking at boxing movies, um, I remember I saw Million Dollar Baby when it came out, you know, but I haven't watched it since. And like I was reading about it and all the stuff about it, I was like, man, I gotta watch this again. Like, you know, I will say I've never seen it, but it's because I know the ending and it pisses me off. Right, right, it sucks. But <laughs> you're still talking about the best actor or best actress, best supporting actor, best. Right picture best director like every oscar you can win you know mm-hmm. i mean uh, i just don't like people who give up yeah uh but there's a lot of movies i ran into like that as uh as i was looking through to try to kind of figure out you know what my top five was looked at different sports uh it was a uh... and so here i'll just break down my top five we we'll go through your top five. So I got Remember the Titans. I got Rocky. I got Days of Thunder. I got He Got Game. And I got A League of Their Own. So for choosing one of each genre, I would say those are movies that I don't think a lot of people have seen enough of and need to watch more of. Are we, we're not, are we doing it in any order? or Yeah, just any order you want. Doesn't matter. And I had Major League, uh, White Men Can't Jump, The Program, The Karate Kid, and Rocky. (laughs) Yeah, you got it's funny because you got some comedy into your movies. Yeah. You think about White Men Can't Jump and Major League. I was like trying to find volleyball movie. There's a volleyball movie, I can't think of the name. Side out, yeah, that's it. Side that's out, see Thomas, Thomas, Thomas House. Yeah, yeah dude. love that movie. Good. <laughs> oh, and I hate to say it, soccer movie. I found one. Ladybugs. Well, that's uh, good. Uh, uh, Bend it like Beckham. Oh, yeah, Bend it like Beckham. Doesn't there in- another one like in- Invictus? No, that's rugby. Oh, yeah. is it? That's rugby. Yeah, but, but yeah, I know Bend it like Beckham, but that's not. That's like. That's not like a movie movie. That's more of one of those documentary style. It's like Keira Knightley in it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. But yes, oh. Ladybugs. <laughs> Ladybugs. 
Rodney Dangerfield. Oh man. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. I forgot. Wes, you you thinking the same thing as me? No, go ahead. <laughs> There's something, yeah. Back to school. That's it. Diving. <laughs> oh, yeah, the diving. diving. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. The triple linder. <laughs> the triple lindy. The the program is off. Back to school is in. Back to school is in. Yeah. The triple lindy. Well, you gotta have. I mean, you obviously like the comedy in your sports, so it makes sense to sub those. <laughs> well, you got you, look, and you got William Zapka, and that was also the villain. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that> poor guy. <laughs> and yeah, and you had a uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. when he was on a bunch of drugs already, right? And when Rodney Dangerfield was funny. That was a great movie. Um, it's interesting because you can go real deep to like sports and you know yeah. and sporting movies. Like I saw that when I was like I, I saw some bigger lists and I was you know you you start looking at some of those like yeah that's a stretch, <laughs> but you know you can always uh, you can always make that connection in some of those. So that's fun. Uh, Wes, you have a top five for us? There, I mean. It's like Rudy, Moneyball. Um, what did you say? You said Rudy, Cup, you said Moneyball. Tin Cup, oh, Rocky Tin Cup, Four. Rocky Four, and Point Break. <laughs> and Point Break. So you're seven and Point Break for Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> so Point Break, Rocky Four, Tin Cup, Moneyball, Rudy. Yeah, those are all real good movies. Yeah, you can't go wrong with with that. So, um, good stuff. Well, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you guys have any comments about you know our picks or movies, uh, I love to hear you know movies that that I should watch. So, uh, that, those are great comments. And if you catch this part of the podcast, if you can handle listen to us this long, give us some uh, some movie <laughs> picks. <laughs> I'd love to hear them. Uh, and then anything yeah, we're you coming into hear. a lull here, so we're gonna need some sports yeah, movies to watch. We, we need some sports movies to watch to keep uh, keep us busy, uh, and you know some sports topics, right? Because you know it's uh, with March Madness ending. At least we got the Masters, uh, and then you know you got basketball. Uh, you got, I mean, obviously baseball is just starting up. Um, I watched a couple baseball games and uh, even with the faster pitching stuff, they're still slow. <laughs> uh, although, uh, what was I watching? I was watching the Angels and the, the Mariners game. I think it was. Yeah, Angels and Mariners. Uh, there was some good hitting late in the game, scored some runs. So, you know, it wasn't too bad. Uh, the funniest was, I don't guys saw the video of the guy uh I don't know what stadium is that, but he's so, just the guy like, was proposing. No, no, this guy's just out after the game. He's walking on the stadium. And he's just taking a leak in the middle of the floor, and this guy's recording him. He's like, "Must be opening day." <laughs> oh, well, did you see the guy that proposed to his girlfriend? Oh yeah, just got slammed by security. Yes. Like what a bunch of jerks. 
<laughs> no way, man. You can't be coming on that field. You're going to get. Yeah, you, know. you don't got to hit him that hard. Dude's down yeah. on a knee. You know, it's not like you're chasing it down. He's not running away from <laughs> it. The dude I literally comes in. I didn't just, see it. You haven't just, seen it? It's awesome. No, I didn't see it. There's no reason to hit him that hard. He's not running oh, away. He's no. down on his knee. It's like it's like a MMA. Hey, you know like, what? It's a sign. Like... <laughs> He's like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was a little excessive, to be honest with you. I, I get it. You're at your job, and you shouldn't run on the field, dude. But there's no reason just to, like, murder the guy. Because that was a hard hit. It was awesome. Like, he hit well, you, hard. Don't be- don't be trespassing on the field and <laughs> making Steve have to wait longer for a game. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely extends the game time. Well, you know, what's nice is he only got banned for a year. Right. Usually stuff like that, they ban you for life. Yeah, but he probably got like four broken ribs. <laughs> a concussion. <laughs> yeah, he's like has to postpone his wedding now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was brutal though. If you haven't seen that one, that's a that's a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, any final thoughts we wrap up here? <clears throat> yeah, just an interesting week with the Masters coming up, and then yeah, yeah <laughs> and full draft. Great, uh, great basketball tournament, fun to watch this year. Yeah, I know it didn't do that great, but it's still uh, exciting to see some of the top teams lose and. Some new fresh blood in there. That was cool. And then, uh, yeah, it is. It's nice because it always is like, oh, okay, it's going to be these people. Although UConn is a blue blood. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They were still rated pretty low, though. They they, they should not have been a four seed. And halfway through, I started watching UConn probably in early February. It's when they got out of their stupid slump. And I was like, they're good. Like yeah. uh, I'll, they're going to be in the final four probably. Then why didn't you pick them on any of your twenty five <laughs> brackets? Well, you, you know, that's the, we think somewhere out of pick. We, we talked about no, I did. I picked them. The problem is I didn't pick all the sixty four and thirty twos on the auto draft, and so I got killed. Even if I had UConn winning, I was like twenty percent. <laughs> I picked him oh, three times crazy. to win. Out of twenty-five. Well, it, awesome. it was so bad. I had seven hundred thirty points, right? And I was in the top ninety-six percent. Oh yeah, I, I saw oh, a, yeah. a bracket. I saw a bracket at a thousand points was like ninety-eight percentile. So if you had a thousand eleven hundred, you were in that top one two percent. That was crazy. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, we will see you guys next time.